welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like capital ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It would mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy. If you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy, you can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Everybody, let's begin. Listen, today we're going to talk about one thing that is so divisive. I may be fired off the platform today. Uh, no joke. I may, This may be my last BWC episode. 
I'm going to talk about, is it okay to use credit card debt to grow your business? This is going to divide us, unfortunately. This is going to probably cause a fight. People are going to probably be angry. Dr. Sean and Dora Maria and TM are probably going to rise up. Nate Forrest may just throw me out of here. But I'm going to talk about, is it okay to use credit card debt to grow your business? And I'm going to share that with a story that I'd love to know what you all think. In 2005, I had a vision to create an event. I watched other people create events, Inc. and Entrepreneur and other great organizations, American Express, New York Times. They were creating these small business events, gathering people together, inviting their own speakers, you know, inviting them on their own stages and all these things. And I would look at them from the side. I would see their seat at their table, but I didn't have one. I wasn't invited. I didn't know if I just wasn't good enough. Maybe my, my teeth were brushed too well. Maybe my breath stank, right? Sip a cup of coffee. Who knows? Who knows why I wasn't invited? But I wanted, and I wanted an event. I did some sniffing around and hotels could be twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars. The AV, the video, the stale food, all that stuff costs money. Flying in speakers, getting cars, hiring a videographer, the hotel rooms, putting a website. It takes money. So I went to the Grand Central Hotel in New York City. I took out my credit card. And I put down about $25,000 to hold the space for the venue. So that was one. I used my credit card for the down payment. And we'll talk about this. Open the floor in a minute. I'd love your opinion on these things. And then that was a bet. That was a bet. Now, I had a window where I could get back the money. So that's lesson number two. It was an educated bet for me, at least, because I knew that at a certain point, I could pull the, the, the ripcord, as it were, and say, I'm not doing the event and get my money back. So that was number two. Number three, then, I immediately built a landing page, and that was really cheap to do. You know, I had a little event bright or something like that back in the day, and I put a landing page together. Put all my friends on it that were some of the best speakers, friends who I could trust, knew how they spoke, and I built a landing page. What they call it? A minimal viable product. So I still had my credit card out there. Then I did a fourth thing. I approached Intuit QuickBooks, and this was in 2005, 2006, and I've done many big events ever since. And I said, listen, do you want to be a sponsor of my event? And I sold them on my passion, sold them on the idea, sold them on the little experience I had. But they asked me a lot of questions that I said no to. Ramon, can you guarantee 300 people will come? No. Ramon, have you done this before? No. Ramon, are you out of your freaking mind? Yes. So I answered all their questions. Lo and behold, they became one of my first sponsors. Then Intel became a sponsor, and others became a sponsor. But I had to build the vision first. Then I went out, and I sold tickets to the event. I got some other co-organizers who said, Ramon, yeah, we'll put this on our email list. We'll tell people. I got some other influencers to send it out. Friends, you know, who you can trust to support what you're doing. And I sold tickets. And so I built the vision first and sold people on that vision. But the question I want to talk about today and answer today, and by the way, this is not financial advice. I want to be clear in that. I'm sharing with you what I've done, something you may want to learn from me for good or for bad. It may be for you. It may not be for you. I don't know. But is credit card debt good 
or bad in the context I'm referring to it. And then I wanted to get a big speaker, and I've worked with some big speakers, Jim McCann of 1-800-Flowers, Seth Godin, and there's other, of course, speakers today who are well-known. But I wanted to get some of these speakers, and guess what? When a speaker has a book out, sometimes that's the most advantageous way to work with them. Why? Because they want the books to sell. So this was many, many, many years ago before I knew Seth Godin at all. Now we're friends and work together on some projects. But X years ago, 2005, 2006, whatever that time frame was, <clears throat> I bought 400 copies of the man's books. You do 400 times 15, 400 times 20, whatever that number is. I don't know. It's a lot. And guess where I put that? On my credit card. I made a bet. I never knew what 400 books looked like until I walked to the hotel. I think it was at the, they delivered to the hotel, and I saw all these boxes. I'm like, oh, man, what did I do? And let me tell you another secret. I was working full-time at the United Nations at the time. Full-time job I had, as I recall. So my point being, that was another bet that I made. Another bet. Should I buy thousands of dollars, I think it is, of a book? Thank you, Patricia. Thousands of dollars of a book and hope that that propels my event because uh, maybe I'll do future sessions about building big events. But one of the tenets of building a big event is you have to have a great agenda with good speakers and at least one of them should be a draw. One of them should be a draw. So I made several bets and I've been doing big events like this for years. Most of the time I've made money. A few of the times I've broken even. And a few times I've lost a few one, two, three thousand dollars, which in the greater scheme is not a lot for me. But why did I make the bet on the event? Because it built the Ramon Ray brand. It leveraged me to have a better connection to the companies, the large tech brands I want to work with. Oftentimes you'll find that when you do a big event, an event that has some marquee status, status, those you normally couldn't reach who won't spend the time of day with you, they'll take notice. Let's pick on Nate Forrest today. Blink your mic if it's okay if I pick on Nate Forrest. Who thinks it's okay if I pick on Nate Forrest? Great, great, great. I'm all in. I'm all in. Let's go. How can I help? <laughs> all right. I love it. Nate, you're on deck now. You don't have to say anything. I'm just going to pick on you. So let's say I wanted to hire Nate Forrest to come to my big event and talk to me about social media marketing or networking or something like that, right? Nate's a good guy. He'll probably reply to my DMs. He'll politely say, you know what? Thanks, Ramon. I don't have time to be – I mean, sorry, if I wanted to get Nate on the phone, excuse me. He'd probably be, Ramon, you know, you got to go through my program or I don't have time right now or thanks so much. I got thousands of people I want to deal with. That's probably what Nate would say. But if I said, Nate, I'm putting together the New York Social Media Summit. Nate, I'm putting together the biggest, uh, you know, the network referral marketing awards. Nate would probably fly on a plane to come there. Nate – Am I right, Nate? Just say yes, please. Either way, just say yes. Nate, am I right? You, you attend yes, sir. something like that. Yes, sir. See what I'm saying? So my point being, that, that silly, clunky example, sometimes when you're trying to reach people, and I'll use higher level in, in a good way, we're all equal, but I think you get what I mean. You know, someone who's been on the journey longer than you has, you know, 50,000 Instagram followers, 100,000, or, or, or they're big dog in their industry. That's another reason to do an event because you can often reach them, right? We saw what happened to the Grow for God conference. 
Grant Cardone flew in for a few minutes just to be in that stage. Yes, it was in part, large part, because of his relationship with Glenn. No doubt on that. But in this context, if you feel what you play with me, bitch, in this example, because it was an event as well. It was an event. So events, big events, often get people to take action that they normally wouldn't do. So I'm going to open the floor, even though we have so much time, and I can go on with some points. But the question of the day I want to ask all of you, using credit card debt, which could have interest rates right at 16%, 21%, 25%, is it OK to use to build your business? And I want to give some other context here, is that also there's other types of debt to use. And I'm not a financial expert at all, at all. But I've learned a few things over the years. There's lines of credit from your bank which is a lot cheaper uh, debt than credit card debt. There's loans from your bank, which is a lot cheaper debt than credit card debt, but often harder to get to, depends on what you can use it for. So for me, with no shame, I've done some things using credit cards, done some big things, and I'm willing to do more. If I had access to Oprah Winfrey, absolutely, I would put a couple hundred thousand dollars on a credit card to have Oprah Winfrey speak at an event because I know I could flip it and monetize it in a heartbeat, no question about it. And by the way, if anybody of you have anybody anybody of you have access to Oprah Winfrey, let me know. I'll hire her on my credit card in a heartbeat. So with that, hey Dr. Janie Lacey, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm curious, what do you all think? And if I don't hear anybody open mics, I'll continue on with a few more tips. But I want to leave this morning for discussion. Unmike and say your nah, name. Yeah, Hi, Just Ramon. clearly say your name. Hi, Ramon. This is Talk speaking from London. Um... Talks from London, it is all you. Go for it. <laughs> okay, thank you, um, Ramon, for that share. Um, as a property investor, um, I've taken credit um, several times. Um, normally, I would take credit from the bank to get a mortgage to buy a property. But if I buy a property that I need to add value to in terms of doing some work, um, there are times where I have to dip into my credit card um, to use the money to get the work done and eventually add value to the property and either refinance the property and pay back the credit card. But at that point in time, it's about looking at what opportunities do I have in front of me that I can use to finish that project because I know once the project is completed, I can refinance it and pay that credit, that credit card back immediately. The key thing about taking, using credit is about being disciplined with credit. As long as I'm not using my credit card to buy a Ferrari, to buy a Bugatti, to buy a Maserati, to go on a luxurious holiday. As long as I'm using my credit card to invest in a project that's going to bring back substantial return for me, I don't see any problem in doing that personally. And that is where a lot of people don't understand how credit works. Some people take the credit and invest it in things that will not bring in the income. And as a result, they're struggling to pay back the credit. But I invest I, take, I use credit to invest in assets and the asset bring in the income and the income pays back the credit that I've taken. And that is what I do differently from other people. But thank you, Ramon, for that share. Hey, Tokes, I love it, man. Thank you for that clear share. And I think you said that even better than me. Thank you. That's exactly what I meant to say. I hope you all clip that clip from Tokes and share that out. Thank you, Tokes. I heard Daniel maybe or somebody I think was coming in as well. Good morning, Ramon. Good morning. Go. Yeah, this is Don Daniel. I'm originally from, I, I live in Huntsville, Alabama, but right now I am in uh, St. Thomas. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. 
Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Virgin Islands, and I'm on a business trip, and I use my business credit card uh, for that. So no, um, there's no problem with using um, credit cards to grow your business, uh, because what we look at, Ramon, is interest rate, when we should be looking at interest cost to make decisions. The interest cost is nowhere as high as you would think on a credit card. 24% a year is 2% a month, 2% a month. So with, with your calculations, you said, okay, here's my time frame. I'm going to, I'm going to put this on my credit card. We're going to have the event. I'm going to be able to um, do this. And when everything works, not if, but when everything works, I will be able to put this back in one or two or three months. Guess what? For the first month, you weren't charged any interest. <laughs> For month two and month three, if it was on a 24% credit card, you got charged 4%. Oh my gosh, I'd make that bet every single day. And my name is Don Daniel. I'm the interest cancellation expert. That's what I do. I've got a book on the subject. Listen, you've made a good bet. I would do it again and again and again. Thank you so much for the share. Hey, Don Daniel, I love it. Everybody get ready to say your name again. I want to do a few shouts out, but Don Daniel, thank you for that. And I think the question also to ask, and I love how you explain that is, what happens though if it fails? And I must say to that point, I had the also risk tolerance, and let me know if I'm tracking here, Don Daniel, just briefly, yes or no, is that if it failed and I had the whole thing you know, on my credit card, that I'd be okay with that for another few more months as I did other things to pay it off. I'm probably saying the same thing you're saying, but Don Daniel, just on mic and just briefly uh, affirm or decline what I'm saying. Am I, am I still tracking what you're saying there? You are still tracking because the interest cost is low, and that's what you have to take a look at. All right, so what you, you did uh, was a good bet. You had another job. And it sounds like it was a great job. So listen, if, if people get scared of what they're, they, they react to the words credit card debt. They react to the number 20 or 24%, but they're not taking the time to do the math to figure out what it will actually cost to use that money. I appreciate it. Before we open the mics, I just want to say, Big Mike, I love your new profile pic. It looks like a beautiful young lady you're head-to-head uh, -head with. Uh, Dr. Tanji, I love your new profile pic. At least it's new for me. I think one you had with a full face. This here, you're sitting here on a computer working. Maria, I love your 10X show. Bill Hauser's in the house. Good to see you, brother. Unmike, say your name. Who's next? Unmike, say your name clearly. Say your name. Let's go. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? All right. Nobody, so I'll keep Mo talking and get oh, some. Ramon, I'll go. Who's I'll go? Janice. And Janice, I'm, it's all you. Go. I'm down at the bottom with the new pick with the Nell Dog. I love it. Yes. Um, credit cards are amazing. I love this segment. I have been blessed, not blessed, but have really good credit. And you can play with credit cards. There's a whole credit card game with traveling, with 0% for six months, whatever it is that you want to do. They've given you all this credit, and you just wisely, uh, last 
spring, I started the financial freedoms room. And the first thing I gave people homework, but it's really life work. You've got to know where every penny goes. Dora Marie gave a real good segment on that a few weeks or days ago, whatever. But, you know, we once we know where everything is, just like we need to know our insides and how we feel inside and all the junk inside, we got to know our financial statement every day, where we are, what we're doing. Use those credit cards. They won't cost you any interest, and you can do all kinds of things with them. And I love what you've done with it, and I love the segment. And I'm Janice, and I am Ben. Hey, Janice, I appreciate it. I love shouting out people as I scroll up and down the stage. It's good to see Liza and Scott together. Liza and Scott run an amazing, amazing, amazing company. And so Liza is the president there, but I just love seeing their two faces kind of uh, almost side by side, squished with another favorite people of mine, Justin and Dr. Janie. So let's keep moving on. We got 12 minutes to go, 11 minutes to go. And for the discussion about, is it okay to use credit card debt to grow your business? And if you disagree, if you're averse to credit cards, if you're kind of like a Dave Ramsey fan, I think the debt is sin and we should not be using debt. That's okay. I love Dave Ramsey, by the way. And I love his uh, profit, his um, uh, financial freedom university. It's amazing. Uh, so feel free to jump on in and disagree or, or say different angle. This is an open discussion. Or as Glenn Lundy says, everybody has a seat at the table i shared today my journey of building my event business on the back of credit cards my journey of investing in some big things i didn't have the cash for or didn't want to use the cash for that's what we've talked about today those of you who just come in don't forget to hit the share button to comment on clubhouse or other platforms glenn loves seeing that and he may shout out your name don't forget to use the scissors to do some clips of things you're hearing we got 10 more minutes who wants to unmike say your name clearly say your name so we can get some more shares. Hey, Ramon, this is Nate. I'll jump in real quick. This is a really good, Go for it, Nate. really good discussion. A lot of people don't talk about it because we're attached as a society to thinking, well, using our credit cards is spending money and, and then we're gonna have to pay interest and then we're gonna have to do all these things and then we're gonna get in debt. And it really comes down to a belief factor. One of my mentors, Val Smith, uh, he's a online marketer, legend in the network marketing space. He used to, his pitch, and I've never really used this pitch, but it's powerful, was if I could show you a way to start a business, to go into business for yourself and it wouldn't cost you a penny, and uh, you could be in profits you know, within 30 days, would you wanna take a look at that? And his whole thing is, is when he presented his business opportunities, was he would teach people how to use their credit card to just start a 200 or a 300 or a $500 business, whatever that was, whether it was an online marketing or a network marketing business. And there's so many different, if anybody's stuck low on cash flow, low on money in the bank, it's a powerful way to use a credit card to get a business started. And then it comes down to something even bigger than using your credit card. It comes down to belief. If you don't believe that you can get whatever it takes to be in profit in those first 30 days before you need to pay off that credit card, then it's really a belief, a problem with belief that you need to work on. You need to get around people that have the belief systems in place, that have the mindset, because anybody can go get two, three, four, or five customers, whatever it takes in your specific business to be in enough profit mode to pay off that credit card. And if you don't think you can, then you might need to work, take a step back and maybe not start that business for 30, 60, 90, or 120 days and do what it takes to establish that belief pattern. Because once you have that belief, you know, that mindset that you know you can achieve something, then you can reach out, find the right mentor, whether that's Ramon Ray or Glenn Lundy or TM or Lolita, whoever that is that can help you get started in your business. Then you can say, okay, I'm gonna use my credit card, I'm gonna start this business, and then it, then you can go all in on there because, uh, because you know you can. So I hope that helps, Ramon, great discussion. Oh, Nate Force, that was amazing, brother. And I see you blinking, Lolita. Nate Force, that was an amazing discussion. I hope you follow Nate Force, everything he does. One thing I want to add, Nate, that you said is the belief system. Two things I want to add to that. Indeed, I, I've talked to one uh, small business owner a couple, a few weeks ago. 
they have huge mindset issues, Nate. They have huge marketing issues. They don't know about marketing. They don't know about financing. They're just they're, their mind is just all screwed up. They should not be using credit card. They should be going to score, going to, as you said, a mentor, business coach, and learning about business first. So I echo what you said, Nate. And then the second thing I want to echo on that is follow-up. I use Keep. You can just DM me on Instagram, Keep, K-E-A-P, K-E-A-P, DM me on Instagram, but a follow-up system for your CRM. If you don't have a follow-up system and you don't have a funnel of leads with which you know will be giving you money in the future, that's another symbol that probably credit cards are not good for you. Me, my funnel's always popping, so I know money's always going to come in somewhere by God's grace. Nate, you want to respond back to that? Then I'll go to Queen Alita. No, you, you said it there. I agree. You need to have systems in place, somebody that can teach you how to set up the right system for to generate leads, have, have people come into your funnel, and create the right follow-up systems. Then that adds to your belief system. So, yeah, I uh, uh, love that, Ramon. Queen Lolita, I'm not sure if you were clapping. I'm not sure if you were jumping up shouting hallelujah or if you had a comment. But either way, Queen Lolita, let me just see if you wanted to share. <laughs> I was doing all of the above. You know, this is such a great discussion and it's too bad that we, we have to we have to stop it soon. Uh, on hashtag rise and grind a little while ago, we talked about these four money mindsets and I'll start there. I love that Nate talked about belief because it, it's a different type of mindset. And I grew up in that comfortable mindset in that, you know what, you have to make sure you have enough money to buy a refrigerator kind of mindset. Therefore, when you talk about putting a, an enormous amount of money on your credit card, it makes me nervous. It does. And it's because of how I grew up in the, in the values that was instilled. The way I grew up said, listen, you only put on your credit card, which you are able to pay it off when the bill comes in. Point bank, period. There is no question because interest is bad and you are paying somebody else the money that is yours. That's how I grew up and it was instilled in me. And I think that as it shifted, as we continue, for instance, we have the Ramon Reyes who tell us about, hey, I did this. We have the Nates who talk about, make sure you have a plan. And so I just want to remind people before you go out, and put all of this stuff on your credit card, the plan must be established. I love Ramon that you said, if there is someone who doesn't already have a plan, if you don't already have a coach that you're working with, if you don't have someone who has been successful at paying that off before that 30 days or that 60 days, that follow-up, all of that stuff is necessary for you to be able to put this on, put this on your credit card and be able to pay it off. Because what is not helpful is that you are in debt and you are not able to live because you have a vision that you're unable to execute on because you haven't had the ask. So I just wanted to put that out there. I love what you've shared because it is a success story. I love what you shared because it is mindset backed up by action. It is clarity. And then you got to make sure you have the ask. But yay. Thanks, Ramon. As always, awesome. Oh, Lolita, thank you so much. Always good to have your shares in here. I want to remind everybody a few nuggets I want to leave you with as we get to close in five minutes. We may have time for another share or two. A, if you DM me on Instagram, keep K-E-A-P, K-E-A-P, that's the CRM system I use, but there's so many others. A few more keywords I'm going to give you if you want to note these down. Uh, the word CRM, I can send you to list of CRM tools and some other things I'm doing. CRM on Instagram, DM me on Instagram, CRM. Another one is uh, Celebrity CEO. Celebrity CEO is kind of my boilerplate template with how to build your personal brand and marketing, which is important for growing your business. And the fourth one I'll leave you with is Solo. So Solo, Celebrity CEO, CRM, or Keep. 
K-E-A-P. You can DM me all those words and I'll flood you with tons of great information. And I put the link to Smart Hustle as well at the top here. You're welcome to click on that and, and uh, engage with me some more. But with four more minutes to go, I just want to say that if anybody has one or two more shares, we'll open the mic and then I'm going to hand the room to Bill Hauser, which is going to have amazing, amazing fire. Anybody burning with something they wanted to add or share before I close this segment down. On mic, say your name if you wanted to sneak in one more share. And if not, that's great. All right. Okay, cool. So with that, listen, it's been great. Let me just summarize what we learned today. I shared the journey, as Alita said, of how I built um, my event business. And in fact, that was the business I sold on the back of credit cards. I put my credit card in it. So that's one. Two, we talked about the importance of follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. This is important. You don't just want to take credit cards and spend them or use them. You want to have a follow-up system. Point number three, and more importantly, as Alita has echoed, you definitely need a plan. What's the plan you're doing to build your business and grow? You need to have that first. Don't just use credit cards because then you will be like the Poe people. You will be just drowning in debt, and that's not good. So a plan have a follow-up system, and we're giving you a permission, at least from my story, that it could be okay for you to use credit card debt, just sharing you with I've done the keywords, solo, celebrity CEO, keep K-E-A-P. You can DM me those on Instagram for some resources, and I shared a link to Smart Hustle. Before I turn to Bill Hauser, Glenn, did you want to add anything? And if not, my brother, it's all good. I'm going to gently toss the mic to Bill Hauser. It's three minutes early, Bill, so if you're not ready, I do understand it, Mr. Hey Hey. But Bill, if you're ready, blink or just join me in the last three minutes here, and we can chat for a bit, Bill Hauser. Let me know, brother, how you want to do it. But I'm Ramon Ray, and it's been great, great to be here. And Shannon, good to see you. If I didn't say hi to you already, always good to see you in the uh, Breakfast with Champions community. Tim, what's up, brother? Good morning to you, Tim, uh, Mr. Real Estate. Bill, you you here in present, Bill? Well, Bill it's actually you, Ramon. It's uh, Amanda. Uh, You're passing to me. Oh, who, who am I passing to? Forgive me. Amanda. Uh, no, Amanda. Are you serious, Amanda? You know what, Amanda, what I was doing, Amanda? <laughs> I was just, Amanda, I knew this. I just wanted to know, Amanda, if you were present and alert. See, it was a, it was a psychological trick that I was doing. You understand what oh I'm saying, Amanda? Oh, you are so good at that because you got my attention. I'll tell you, Ramon. You see, Amanda. So let me reset what I was about to say. Everybody, I'm Ramon Ray. Thank you all for joining us today. And I just wanted to make sure all the hosts were present, all the hosts were on point. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.